You're listening to The Virtual Drive-In, a media bullcrap production covering sports movies from the inspiring to the laughable. I'm Andrew, and here tonight I have with me David. Guys, it is a great time to be alive. We've got baseball back, real live Major League Baseball. We've got the NBA coming back soon. NASCAR is on. Golf is going strong. Uh, There's almost no chance we're getting college football, but... (laughs) We have some exciting Olympic sports happening at the drive-in tonight. I could not be happier to be here with you. All right. Also, uh, here tonight, hopefully with something good to eat, we have Jeff. Well, I mean, and if you uh, if you happen to be watching any of those sports that have returned uh, from the comfort of your uh, of your own couch, tonight we have the Hippie Sippy. Uh, the Hippie Sippy was a candy introduced in the late 1960s that looked remarkably similar to a heroin needle. The treat was meant to poke fun at drug use implicit in hippie culture, and the packaging bore the encouraging motto, Hippie Sippy says, I'll try anything. The candy caused such offense, it was almost immediately removed from the market. <laughs> nice. I'd like to have been in the room when the, the guy who made the pitch for that, you know? <laughs> man, that's some yes men uh, think right there. At right, least and, we uh, want to be taking whatever the people that were taking in that room and make them say yes in the first place at that point you know and that voice right there is someone who has tried all the candies on the shelf that is uh our our good buddy jared tonight's clue for your film you guys is that you all are jamaican me crazy all right you know what i'm saying (laughs) be sure to join the tailgate on facebook twitter and any of uh, the places that you can find things that are produced by Anchor at uh, Virtual Drive-In or email us at virtualdrivein at mediabullcrap.com. Tonight's movie is going to be Cool Runnings. We're watching it on Disney+. Plus, uh, and uh, Jeff will tell us a lot more about it right after we kick off the, uh, the movie here. So, guys, I will, I will count it down starting at 3. When I say the word go, that's when you click the button. So here we go. In 3, 2, 1... Go. All right, as Andrew uh, Andrew said, tonight's movie we will be watching is none other than the Olympic um, the Olympic special Cool Runnings on Disney Plus, released a little bit ago, October first, nineteen ninety three, was the release date. Directed by John Tortletob, uh, written by Lynn Seifert, Tommy Swerdlow, and Michael Goldberg. Apparently, a piece of uh, a masterpiece like this takes more than one writer. Um, so it, it took a, it was a multi-person effort, um, starring, and I use that term loosely, uh, Leon Robinson, Dougie Doug, uh, <clears throat> Raul D. Lewis, Malik Yoba, and none other than John Candy. I believe, uh, and you check, check this, that this movie was released posthumously, uh, after he, uh, passed away. I'm not sure that, um, he made it to, uh, to the actual release date, if I, uh, if I remember Actually, that correct. This is, this is his last film he made, uh, while well, he got to see Alive. Oh, okay. I thought I thought this was one that he he passed away after production. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So scratch that one. So he did actually get to watch this on the big screen. Uh, this movie was nominated for a uh, best uh, bobsled movie about four Jamaicans. Um, it won in that category. Um, it, it, it won in that category. Uh, ran away with the upset with the, victory. With the, yeah. <laughs> Do what? an upset victory. <laughs> it was an upset victory. I mean, really had the had the wall stacked against it. It was some <laughs> tough competition. 
Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 76% critics, 81% audience, so uh, so a fan favorite, it appears. Um, opened um, against uh, number one movie that week was um, Malice at $9 million, uh, The Good Son at, at $7.8 million, and Cool Runnings came in third at its opening weekend at $7 million. Had some staying power, though. Uh, ended up grossing uh, $68 million in the U.S., uh, despite that $7 million opening weekend, and $155 million worldwide that's a that's some big coin for uh back in the uh, the early 90s that was before 14 bucks a, a movie uh yeah. you know, to, to, to go see so that's a that's a lot of tickets right there so uh, solid uh solid name in the music category here han zimmer um of uh great mini movies fame since then um uh but uh kind of a surprising score for for him i think if we're digging back and looking at stuff that he's done what what's he done andrew do you know anything on top of your head Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk, um, Gladiator, wow, the Thin Red Line. That I is mean, surprising and impressive. Yeah. Like he's won Academy Awards for all of those movies. <laughs> he won a Golden Globe for The Lion King. Um, he won a Academy Award for The Lion King. I, yeah, yeah, I like to I think just, that it all started here. I, I like to think he got a free trip to Jamaica <laughs> out of it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> which honestly, that's not bad as long as it's in a safe part of Jamaica. Yeah. By the way, speaking of that, have you guys? I, I know I've been to Montego Bay twice. Has any of you all been to Jamaica? I don't think so, right? No. No. Well, you know, no shocker here. Uh, all inclusive resorts, really nice. Uh, once you go outside those all inclusive resorts, um, uh, <laughs> be ready to defend for your life. You know, <laughs> at some part. I just yeah. want to interrupt. Well, and hey. Jared's making a great pitch for uh, Jamaica here as we're starting the movie. Thanks hey. for. Hey, I say it's great for the tourism industry of Jamaica. Please, by all means, support it once we're allowed back into the country. You know, at this point, I think I have. Uh, I've run a lot of races with Andrew, and that that picture of the guy just running out ahead of everybody there—that's exactly what he looks like out on the course. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. That's so not true. Every picture of me, like somehow, I seem to have my shoulders up and my head slightly turned to the side when I'm running. That's because you're waving at your adoring fans. Sure. Andrew was Usain Bolt before uh, he could pull up, you know, halfway <laughs> through the 100-meter race and still break the world record. <laughs> I love the energy these guys have, man. Yeah. He's a great leader there, telling the crew to get back to work. <laughs> Jared, that just happened for me. How are you, like, already 50? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was going to say the same thing. Like, <laughs> I, I knew what part he was talking about, but yeah. I think Jared's cheating. His unwillingness okay. to start at the black screen at the beginning. Is I really did. I swear. Heck, I, guys, heck, I even had a content error. had to restart. And yeah, you, you jumped too far ahead, buddy. All right, hold on a second. All right. Do, do the 10 seconds back button. You should be pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One, two, We're I've got us at right. five minutes right now. You're at five minutes? Uh, yeah, 506, 07, 08. Okay, now I'm behind you guys. Ah. I'm behind David, at least. I'm thinking that for something like this, you're going to need a lot more than a helmet to <laughs> right. protect you. I mean, this actually just see, seems like an incredibly dangerous uh, 
sport, given how much people are just like purposefully turning their vehicles into one another. Well, it's basically bumper cars going down a hill. This is what yeah. Jeff and I used to do in my Aunt Patty's basement. We'd just take the little, like, those little red, uh, little tight cars and just run them at each other and see. It does look pretty from... fun. Oh, yeah. This looks like a blast. Well, until, until you really get going, somebody and the dude on the front does the little Mad Max play of, you know, shoving something in your spokes and you go sprawling. Oh, yeah. How, yeah. how would you want to bet these things don't have brakes on them? I'm just, I'm just guessing. <laughs> that sounds like extra weight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How did a Jamaican get a football helmet down there? Oh, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. There's the brakes for you. (laughs) Oh, oh. Well, the helmet did its job, it looks like. It did, yeah, he's doing fine. Kid looks okay. Sokka's dead. (laughs) <laughs> oh no he's good <laughs> just concussed I mean how many times guys have we been hanging out somewhere and one of us takes a spill and the first question we ask is hey are you dead right <laughs> well after you sent us those pictures of your cut leg I thought you were dead David I was about to say well <sighs> this is this is what uh that's just called setting up the callbacks for later, David. You gotta come up with uh, catchy lines so that it's funny. You know, you just get humor through repetition. <laughs> I like how this guy is saying, "What are you doing, honey?" He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out for one last run." As he's done it already today. <laughs> I did two runs today. Not nearly as fast as his, though. Well, if if he's if he's a sprinter, then perhaps then going out for another run might mean what you 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 take two quick laps around the house and that's it. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I could go out for a couple of runs too. Dude, check out that house. House on the not beach. those kind of runs, Jeff. <laughs> they're, not, they're not sponsoring the drive-in, are they? <laughs> Pizza Hut? I don't think so. <laughs> I was thinking Pedro's. Oh. <laughs> Well, they both give you the end result. <laughs> well, in the, in this era of trying to to avoid food that might uh might make you ill, I can guarantee that uh that there's very little that wants to survive in Pedro's habaneros burritos and tacos. So you're pretty safe eating it. Also, for the record, that is how Andrew, I've seen him psych himself up for races. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I psych myself up before I run the big meetings, man. That's <laughs> That's sure, I usually make sure to log on the meeting room and open my mic before I do it. <laughs> make sure it's <laughs> a display of dominance. <laughs> Andrew does that before the podcast, too. I put on my helmet for the podcast. I, I think, put on I put on those shorts before the podcast. Oh wait, that's just my boxers. <laughs> I think we all know who are uh, who who the um, spirit animal for 2020 in this uh, in this movie is here. It's the guy who's going to say over and over again, "No touching." Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel him. That, that that's why we picked the movie. <laughs> yeah, just became suddenly relevant. Exactly. Oh. 
That's a scene for 2020 right there. Oh. Yeah. That's a hard trip. Yeah. And this was qualifiers too, wasn't it? Yeah, you work your whole life for this, man. I it always it kind of surprises me sometimes with like qualifying things with these things where like you're doing time trials that they ever even put people on the same track. I know that like it's yeah. been the competition and all that, but geez. There's a randomness to that, that like so much you can't control. Yeah. Which is sort of his point here. Yeah. Man. Talk about things that have changed quickly in the in the world. Did you guys see that tube TV with the wood paneling? Oh. <laughs> it is eighty seven. So. That thing is it's uh it's in some dentist office as an aquarium now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How many of you knew somebody who Used the giant old uh, TV that didn't quite work so well as a TV stand for the uh, for the newer TV. I grew <laughs> up in that house. Yeah. <laughs> New? Who says I'm not doing it right now? That's what to say. <laughs> That's a, it's much more precarious now, though, Jeff. If the old giant TV doesn't work, you got to figure out how to get it to balance. <laughs> you guys remember when it was like a huge deal for somebody to have the little portable TV that they could carry around? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jared, Jared, you had one of those. Uh, yeah, I had the little one that you could put in your pocket, and you know, of course, we lived in the Goonies, so it didn't do crap for us to get signal out there. You have to live in. Well, the yeah, city you live too close anymore. to the uh, to the radar telescope, man. Yeah. yeah, I still doesn't. I mean, it was it still kind of works today, but um, well, no, it probably doesn't. It probably only picked up a pre-digital. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it works anymore. Thinking about it, so. Well, that should make the value go up, though, right? Uh, everything's digital, so I, don't... I know. But but now but now now it's, it's a collector's name. item. Yeah, yeah to hoarders. <laughs> so forward thinking with that mask there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I sweat. You really buried the lead on this. <laughs> it's a winter sport. <laughs> I'm out. He's noping right out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like um the costume designers and other ancillary people of this movie were worried that we might not be able to tell from just the beautiful <laughs> tropical climbs that we were in Jamaica. So like everything <laughs> is painted in green and yellow and red, including like a small stripe down the middle of Sanka's um, overalls. Like we just <laughs> have to make sure that, you know, cause did you not know, do you know where we are? Right. <laughs> I need you to know. <laughs> Here's the thing I, I have noticed right now is that there's not been one reference to Bob Morley yet. <laughs> and I do not see anyone talking about doing doobies or whatever it is in this movie. And I don't think they're going to dress it. Do that if you're if you're a runner. For all that you say about living in Colorado, Jared, I'm still a runner. You have to you have to keep it pure, right, David? That's that is true, actually, Jared. <laughs> Thanks a lot. As, for Scouts as you can tell from <laughs> watching all the NBA players like shotgunning beers. And- <laughs> 
Seeking it, you know. Uh, it, women of the uh, of the old. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> not about that's not about sport anymore. That's just a reality TV show going on twenty four seven. It really I is, swear, man. The documentaries about this thing are going to be legendary. That oh. was such a missed opportunity. Like someone, I was like, come on, someone set up the whole like. Oh, there's a red stripe reference. That's actually accurate. Why yeah. <laughs> why aren't why aren't there uh, just Twitch channels of every single corner of uh, of Disney World right now? This is me, by the way, uh, in five years. <laughs> oh. This is what happens whenever uh, but... gambling becomes fully legal everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like the day we all came to make the pitch to you to join the podcast here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Except the hard thing was that we didn't know that we really wanted Jared either. We just knew we needed a fourth person for the podcast, so it made it really awkward when he reacted like that. <laughs> that was some qual- that's some uh, quality physical comedy there from, from John Candy. He was a legend of that stuff, man. I mean that that looks like he really did destroy uh you know destroy a radio in one take. That was a good response when uh I thought that I thought that pitch went pretty well. <laughs> it's a really good uh, and important reminder uh, that you don't actually need to uh, actually um, impart physical violence on people. Like destroying property in someone's presence with a a pool cue is enough to pretty much you know keep them from doing too much to you if you touch another pool cue. <laughs> uh, feel pretty intimidated by it, that's for sure. Yeah, that's intimidating as crap. Guys are persistent, though. <laughs> like it is a safe space. Like it is a sacred and safe space when you are in the bathroom. You do not install. <laughs> that is just like they are lucky they did not get sucker punched right then. <laughs> Here's the thing: How is John Candy right now, a bigger man, not like just profusely sweating his, you know what, off? Because I'm telling you right now. Jamaican places like that that look like they're built on which is four pieces of wood <laughs> don't have air conditioning in them. <laughs> and I can tell you right you now that tropical person. breeze going on, man. Oh, yeah. trust me, that, that breeze is not making up for the humidity down there. Does, I know. <laughs> he does look a little he does look a little weather worn right now. He doesn't have any of the um <clears throat> how can I put this politely? Um the, the boob sweat going on. <laughs> <laughs> What do you know of this, Jared? How do you know of this? I'd rather not say. Let's just say that. Better have... <laughs> question. Why do you speak of this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Jared, there's ways to prevent that. <sighs> I know. Hey, indoors. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Crank up the AC a little bit. You know, yeah. geez, it's not that hard. Stupid. This is, all, this is only the, the 80s. This is not like the, you know, 20s when they didn't have deodorant yet, Jared. <laughs> It's in Jamaica. It's literally a third world country outside of the resorts there. <laughs> Jared, that's only about which side of the line people chose in the Cold War, man. Don't pick. <laughs> I think we're getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. Let somebody <laughs> please pull us back to this movie. 
I like. Yes, I don't know, man. We're staring at pictures. It's not like there's not uh, anything. Oh, this is, he's having this moment of reflection on, you know, how is his past and his future going to weave together? Why is a bobsledder, a retired bobsledder like this man, doing it in Jamaica? <laughs> that's that's my question. That's a nice place to retire. If I, yeah, it's probably it's probably not too terribly expensive. It's not like you're making a ton of money as a yeah. as an ex Olympic uh, bobsledder, particularly a disgraced <laughs> ex Olympic bobsledder. Uh, <laughs> <to Yeah>. mean... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the residuals are like for ex Olympic bobsledders, but I'm thinking you're, you're not a you're not living too too high there. Intense staring. You say intense, I say sensual staring. You, you, you do you, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Jared, this movie is the best day of my life. (laughs) I'm glad I'm I'm providing a smile for David right now. Who do you think they got to make the signs? They've already got a bobsledding sign in the Jamaican colors on, on the podium. Well, they just had that laying around in the house, so they just saw the dust that off and posted up. And the presentation's great. These guys are just, they're fantastic. <laughs> Real salesman here. Yep. <laughs> It's pretty good description, though, really. I mean, the biggest, coldest roller coaster you've ever been on? Like, how else would you describe bobsledding? <laughs> it seems a little... Um, it oh. seems a little tasteless that the video that they're watching about, like, to about this with, like, potentially really painful injuries has sort of a jaunty, um, like, you know... <gasps> Follies soundtrack going on Good with big gosh. like whenever people spill. <laughs> well, that well, that's encouraging. <laughs> they they still <laughs> What is this? Go yep, crash would... kills Bob Slater at the end. <laughs> Wait, uh, don't no 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 cut 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 cut. Hey, look at this. Starting to have a team. At the very least, I think they could have, uh, they, they maybe could have, like, just turned the music off. Hmm. So, you know, you know what the, you know what the benefit was, is that he didn't show up for the video. That's <laughs> exactly. <why>. exactly. <laughs> like, the best thing that could happen is that he didn't show up for. I never thought of that. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people pay a lot of money to get to that stinking island. Huh, Jared? That's the same speech that Antonio Brown gave when he showed up in uh, Raiders camp last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah. may be on the same team, but I am nobody's teammate. And yet he wants to... He, and then he retired from the league yesterday, and now he's 
back in the league in terms of wins to play. So, you know, you know, the more that I see from Antonio Brown, the more I can't believe that Tomlin held that dumpster fire together as long as he did. Tomlin should be given a lifetime contract just for dealing with that. Yeah. As long as he did. That sounds kind of mean. That means he has to keep working. Just, like, give the man his stipend and let him go on his way. <laughs> Ah, uh, so you just you just want the the Bobby Bonilla contract, huh? I want the contract Mookie Betts just got. <laughs> oh my god! So, whew. I still think the you know, Mike what the, you know what the most enjoyable thing that's happened to me as a, uh, as far as my my Yankees go this uh, this week is Mookie Betts signed a contract with the Dodgers. Oh after, yeah! <laughs> after the the. The Red Sox traded him away because they can't apparently pay. Decide to pay to keep a once in a generation talent. Man, well, their fans are all on suicide watch now. It's, it's it, perhaps like th- this is they they may have just given themselves another eighty six year curse. Like this is akin yeah. this is akin to selling Babe Ruth to the Yankees, man. Like <laughs> yeah, actually, you traded right. Mookie bets because you didn't want to pay him. Like what? <laughs> well, you know, baseball teams don't make any money. Right. Well, where's the theater that the current uh, the current Red Sox or uh, ownership are dumping money into because it's not on Broadway? <laughs> I, I love that the baseball is not making any money, and then after they say that the next day, TBS announces, "Hey, we made a new agreement with the base, Major League Baseball." Like, yep, not a penny, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. This is. Uh... I, if you had told me that uh, when we talked about history repeating itself in 2020 that we would be talking about Boston Red Sox major personnel screw-ups and not, <laughs> and not you know, second waves, uh, you know, craziness from other stuff like that, I would have never believed you, even after all the COVID stuff. But, man, Boston. We're also talking about a 16-team playoff now in baseball. Yes, it's going to be great whenever whenever that team that went um, <laughs> that went twenty five and thirty five <laughs> gets it because it gets in. Well, they've got you know, a decent chance, right? Like the first round or, or three game series. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jeez, like, Louise. Although even that is still not as bad as the runner on second base extra innings rule. Which may be the single worst I, I, change I've ever seen. I agree. I hate watch any extra innings games this year while right. looking up uh, flights to where Rob Manfred lives to go give him a piece <laughs> of my mind. <laughs> it's like, why don't we just why don't we just set the batter up with uh with three balls while we're at it? Wait, aren't you guys some of the same people who love the uh, the start on the twenty five yard line version of uh, college football yeah, overtime? All akin to that. Are you sure? I would like the <laughs> record to state that I'm vehemently opposed to starting your your overtime in field goal range. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I tell me in college football who is the equivalent of the pitcher. Who has to trot out there in the tenth inning with a runner in scoring position, with no outs? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that can be emphasized enough. I really think it should be single with no outs, or if you can put a guy on second, 
give him an out. So it's only two out innings. And at that point, like, well, you're distorting the game too much. Then so, fine, then. Just so play a regular game. already distorting the game. So, yeah, so maybe just start. Maybe just come out there for the next inning. Yeah. So what, that's so my what's suggestion. the rule? Is, is it every half inning? Is it not just the 10th? Is it like if it goes to the 11th or the 12th, does it always start with a, a runner on second? Yep. yep. So, so the best thing that can happen is that is that instead of like having these games that nobody scores in in the extra innings, they just always get the runner in second, runner on second home. So you see a bunch of these extra inning games just go like one run, one run, one run, one run. They're, yeah. they're gonna bun yeah. them over to third base every yeah. time, and then yeah. there's it's, gonna be a sack fly. To sc- I mean, these are major league baseball players. They know what they're doing. Yeah, Jeff, this is this is, that is the. The tastiest counter to this that I think I've ever heard. A game that goes 40 innings and ends <laughs> like 42 to 41. Oh. Oh. Manfred like will hoist that day. <laughs> hoisted oh, it, on it his could. own petard. <laughs> there has never been a more apt descript- version of that description. I am. Oh, I want Actually, this so badly. I've never is wanted there a something so much. happen tonight. Like if they get the rain delay with the Yankees Nationals game. So it's already That's going late. Fun. And then 40 innings, the game is at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. It's <laughs> no, like Manfred out before the first No, though, it's, this is 2020. All games are only going to go somewhere between four and a half and six and a half innings before the rain gets them or the, or the murder hornets show up or something. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they're all going to be shortened for some strange reason. Well, show. I have to say, it, the game has been called for t- for the, tonight, the 23rd. It, it's a uh, final six innings, so... Uh. Uh, it's two games in a row we've won against the Nationals. Congratulations, Andrew. <laughs> this year. <laughs> so, by the way, folks, now that we're actually t- going to talk about the movie again, instead of getting sidetracked with anything, uh, they're pushing a car without an engine, and now it looks like they're pushing a makeshift uh, bobsled. And if that's where you are in the movie, then we have all caught up. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. I think they've got to work on their technique a little bit. I feel I like work. there's too much steer. There's too much play in the steering. Yeah, um, they it, overcorrect with the wheel one. Yeah, like they need to. If you're gonna be in a, if you're gonna be trying out the bobsled thing, I feel like perhaps you should be in a tight, controlled space so that you can't weave so much. That's an interesting way to do training. Well, you, you know, conditioning is is the biggest part of success yeah. in sports. I mean, sure. so. have you have you heard about the people who? Uh, like the 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 Pikes Peak Ascent and the uh, the Pikes Peak Marathon, David. No. So the the ascent is a half marathon where you run from the base of Bar Trail up to the top of Pikes Peak, and then the marathon you turn around when you get to the top and uh, and run back down. Um, that would hurt. It's the only. It's pretty much the only race I think I've ever heard of where you need to put clothes on as you continue to run further instead oh, of yeah. taking them off. That makes sense. Um, but. Uh, Apparently the people to to train for that they just uh, like you buy the the um, the year pass to be allowed up on Pikes Peak. You just go uh, drive up to the top of the mountain and read a novel, um, so that you uh-huh. get <laughs> so that you so that you can handle it. Uh, you get used to it being so thin up there to to get your lungs better. Wow. Yeah. And and running the ascent is the only way to guarantee that you have somebody up there to drive you back down. <laughs> if you just hike it, you have to turn back around and get back down on your own. 
Looks <laughs> like an old school uh, Chargers helmet he's got on there. Yeah. <laughs> How do they get football helmets in Jamaica? That's my question. Jared, commerce is international, even in the 80s. I assume they ordered them off of Amazon. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. 80s, yeah. Yeah, 80s and Amazon. It all makes perfect well, You know what it probably is, is? They have to test all those helmets before they give them to the football players. These are probably the ones <laughs> oh, that... Did, oh, jeez. <laughs> that, 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 that's that, terrible, that, Jeff. <laughs> I can't. I'm not... No, we're not even going to go there. <laughs> Well, Man, what I heard him like say is that's terrible, and then he stopped himself saying, I'm not saying I don't agree with that. <laughs> it's funny. Don't if I said the wrong, we're just wishing you hadn't said it out loud. <laughs> that is, there we go. There we go. See, Jeff? <laughs> now, it, welcome it, to my life. My heart for me. <laughs> welcome to my life, Jeff. This is what I have to deal with every day. <laughs> you give them the pill of truth, and they're like, oh, that's gross. Hmm. Love that. Do the words give up mean anything to you? Not a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Have they been through 2020 yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that could be the that could be the motto for the virtual tailgate. I mean, 10 years going strong and we're still here. That's right. Yeah. We're going to figure out how to have a virtual tailgate, even if uh, the rest of college football <laughs> can't figure out how to have a season, man. We'll be the only tailgate. <laughs> exactly. I mean, some people see this as, a, as an... Some some people see this as a bad thing. I think it's an opportunity. I mean, oh yeah. So, Pac-12 has uh, is supposedly deciding that they're going to do a ten game season this year. And I think, I think we're supposed to get an announcement from the ACC probably next week. I think yeah, we're heading for ten game conference only seasons. I think this year. Which all is I than, all, all I got to say is, uh, is is lower the expectations a bit. That's all I got to say. I, yep. I heard that Notre Dame's athletic directors come out and said he's in support of a spring season. I guess so does, it's the, and it's since the Notre Dame basically runs our conference. Yeah, that's yeah. what to say. Yeah, to say. So in 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 twenty thirty, is football now a spring sport? No. For for forever, do we just keep it going? No. How do you so? How do you fix the short uh, off season? You stagger it. You go ahead and do a whole process of. If we do spring, which I'm guessing is going to be spring, March through May, then you go ahead and start like in October next year, and then you go ahead and try to get back to August, September the following year. So, and you're probably looking at two shorter seasons, right? Like two exactly, nine, exactly, ten game seasons. Exactly. You don't have to like just throw up your hands in the air and say I give up. You just kind of have to do some staggering. So there's probably not going to be a Duke's Mayo Bowl in June. You're telling me? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Warm mayo in June. Not exactly. Yeah, that would. Yeah, it Ooh. does raise interesting questions. I think, like if so, if you got the shortened season, conference games only, limited travel, and all that, then are you just going to go wide open for a four-team playoff, no matter where they're coming from, or like what's the postseason plan, or is there a postseason plan? I think you may have a no postseason. We back yeah. to the old like BCS model, like somebody. Yep. Let's vote for the top team. Yep. Alabama and Clemson will figure out how to how to play each other, um, and we'll just declare whoever wins that, no matter how their seasons went. Otherwise, we'll. I mean, they're regional champions. To do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I think 
I, I think what the the most appropriate approach is just like UVA uh, hang hanging a should, should hang a twenty eighth banner for for this season for basketball. I think that uh that that you know Clemson should be hanging a, a separate ba- another banner for football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, like I said, I think it's just you, we just let Alabama and Clemson play one extra game at the end of the season, unless for whatever reason uh, Alabama loses to Auburn in the orange in the Iron Bowl, and then I, I don't know. Will that Clemson play? You don't Texas think Clemson lose to anybody in the ACC? <laughs> David, listen to yourself. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Dave. David, are you a fan of, of UVA hanging, a, hanging number 28 for the for the um, 2020 March Madness tournament that wasn't? You know, this is the thing. Jared and I have had this conversation before. Like, I, it, if the Hokies ever were to break through and win one, I think it would, mean, it would mean more if it's just your first or second. You know, when you get to 27 or 28, like <laughs> – I'm not worried about it, really. How many of those championships Jeff, give up, David, to win a football national championship? Jeff's, pu- Jeff's pushing for this because uh, he thinks that the um, the baseball season is uh, going to go away <laughs> as well, and they can get another uh, World Series out of the Nationals that way. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, I'm I'm all in. That if, you guys if, don't if, get if, to have another World Series if it's because of Soto traveling all over the place that the season yeah. is canceled. That is a disqualifier right there. You know what? Sounds Andrew, like a bumped, we, sounds like a bumped we, out Yankees should, fan there. The, the Nationals should have an honorary World Series this year, no matter what, because they kept they because they beat the Astros and saved, <laughs> they've been saved. Baseball. They are the heroes we all need. Yeah. <laughs> This is the thing. They beat the Astros on the one hand, but they may have affected the entire league on the other. So, <laughs> like, what are we going to do with this? So, Soto also has a negative test. Do I understand that correctly? Yep. Oh, so, he might not actually be positive. Yep. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> now, and now, now all sports fans get to learn quite a lot about sensitivity and specificity. Yeah, no kidding. Testing processes. By the way, Davey, you didn't answer my question. It's like, how many championships would you give up for mm-hmm. UVA for UVA to have a national football championship? The only answer I have to that question, Jared, is I am very happy that I have twenty-seven to choose from. <laughs> Jesus Lord, what a cop-out answer! Ah, fast motion. <laughs> no, no, what this is like quick cool? change. You ever yeah, seen them? They do halftime shows sometimes. Yeah, Same principle. You don't get to see the uh, super sped up. Uh, Fast motion stuff in many movies these days. I love that hat that he's got on there. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome hat. It really is. I'd I'd wear that. Once again, just in case you didn't know that they were uh, from Jamaica, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Love hat, man. You know, I shouldn't pick on them too much about that. How much do we do? Uh, do Americans plaster the uh, the red, white, blue, um, you know, stars and um, you know, red, white stripes all over? themselves at various points, particularly when they go abroad. Well, I was actually thinking, Andrew, that it is a way that apparently Jamaica in this film is like Colorado, because I I feel like I see, like, every time I'm in Colorado, the flag, the signs, the shirt, like, it's everywhere. Like, folks are... Yeah, but those are pretty much all tourists who are wearing that all the time. It is pretty sweet. I may or may not own some of that gear myself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, 
By the way, I think I think I did read a fun little fact here is that even though they displayed Calgary as very cold, obviously for the Winter Olympics, in 1988 it was surprisingly a warm Olympics there that year. In fact, they had an <laughs> they actually had a high temperature for one day of the Olympics, 61 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. <laughs> well, that wouldn't make nearly as good a film. Well, yeah, I was yeah, going to exactly. say negative. Uh, Negative twenty, whatever. I don't care if that's uh, Fahrenheit or Celsius. I don't think that cars run that well in that in that number <laughs> for all the things that were just happening to be driving around. There. I don't think the human body runs that well <laughs> at that temperature <laughs> either, Andrew. <laughs> that's the temperature of say, oh, screw this. <laughs> you just go home and just say, nope. <laughs> you know, also trying to make sure your pipes don't burst. I, I, I believe what Jared's trying to say is when people use the phrase "when hell freezes over." Um, that's about Calgary. the temp- that's about <laughs> the temperature that they're referring to. Yeah. That is an interesting color jacket that man is wearing. It is it obviously really... branded to the the Calgary Olympics. Yeah, it really is. Or maybe it's that's pretty... the official color of the IOC. I don't know. I want to look, look pretty sweet out, to me. Check out the lapel with the little snowflake, man. That's that's. Well, he's got he's got serious flare action going on too. Yeah, he's, Jeez, he's got this. Yeah. he's got this pieces of flare. Does he for work me. at TGF Fridays? He works at Chi-Chi's, you know. <laughs> he was oh, also. There he was a... now, there's some there's some color combination. There we go. Mm. Nice guys. <laughs> oh, this is the best scene in the movie right here, it man. Really is. Any time you get to be on the revolving restaurant. <laughs> so I feel like I've only ever heard stories about exactly how uh crazy the olympic village gets during the summer olympics do you what do you guys think it's like at the uh the winter olympics particularly in the in actually like really cold cities bowls of condoms just like the summer one god jared <laughs> it's true it's just a big old like factor of like hormone up men and women together focusing on one event and then they go ahead after they get their event done just release it on each other it's just a like there's not disinfectant in the world to disinfect whatever hotel they're staying at. I, it, does, it doesn't really surprise me, though. Uh, David, you did not run uh, track in high school, right? No. So no. I, I did. And, like, I'm not saying that there was depraved stuff that was happening. It was like the Olympic Village at every day's practice, you're saying? No, it's, it's <laughs> more like – it was more like I don't know that I've ever eaten more snacks per hour than I did in between events at a track meet. Like well, it, 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 there was it, just it. nothing to do, but it wasn't just me; it was everyone. Like Challenge we all just accepted. Sat, we just sat around and ate. Maybe you know, and it's entirely possible that at some point I, I did exceed that. But like, it's shocking the amount of like just okay. There's nothing to do. Let's sit around and eat. Oh, what kind of food do you have? That you happens to things up like for those yeah. friends, man. And after they've done carbon up for those sprints and the sprints are over and they're like, oh, we still got to kill time here to our flight back home. And uh, so, we, we don't want to eat food. What else are we going to do? David, you know, uh, you know where the, the Ash Center is in Richmond, right? I do. So uh, I remember doing winter track. They always had the big like um, regional slash uh, district track meet at the Ash Center. 
Um, and it was pretty much the only event for winter track. Uh, yeah. You had to run 11 laps around uh, that little track inside of there to get a mile, which is just, yeah. it's just miserable. Um, but um, whenever we were, uh, we would go there, you would you'd get together with your, your friends, other people on the, on the team, and you'd be like, all right, so when do we have, when is that event? All right, how long do we think it's going to be? I think we have enough time to sneak out the side door and get to Bill's Barbecue, buy some <laughs> barbecue, and get back. Yeah. And of course, there's no longer a Bill's Barbecue close to the Ash Center, and I feel for the kids who don't have that opportunity anymore. Oh. But uh, it was uh, it was wonderful, uh, particularly right after you team this year, mile. Bill. I think they got a hold of a bad batch of uh, pulled pork. <laughs> <laughs> So are you telling me that, that, that you guys stuffed yourself with pork barbecue before you ran your track meet? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Sometimes, sometimes you'd buy it and eat it afterwards. Sometimes you'd wait until after your event was over and then you'd go for it. Here's the real out. question. That does how not sound like people, a competitive advantage. That's all I'm saying. How many times did people miss the call for their event because they were out getting barbecue? <laughs> Actually, we're usually pretty good about that. Even, I don't know how we estimated all that stuff, but we sent, we tended to get back in time. That's pretty so good. That was... Most of the track meets I've been at, there's always some yokel out there who misses it because they're off goofing off or playing on their phone or participating well, in the Olympics. We didn't, we didn't have there. those type of distractions back then, man. It was just <laughs> it was just the call of food from a from a small distance away. <laughs> These guys are intimidating just looking at them. Yeah. Well, the people from uh, Norway are always intimidating. I mean, good lord, they the they the bobsled. Yeah. So is was it a like '90s Disney movie, uh, Disney sports movie requirement that the um, antagonist team have the like the intimidating way of starting with the you know the the like Eins, Eins, Trines, or the in the ducks the win, 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 and then the uh, the scrappy underdogs have to come up with the the fun way of doing a similar thing. Uh, it's a great <laughs> trope, you know. It really is. So it's the German team. Um, you know, it's one of those things with bobsled. I mean, it would be, if you know you could be safe for it, it would be like a blast, I think, to do it. But you ever, you ever ride, ride the ride at King's Dominion? The uh, What do they call it? The Yeah, I think avalanches. Like, yeah, yeah. But still, like, you know, like these things can go like twice the speed of that ride can. You know, like 80 miles an hour or whatever. <laughs> Turns. It, it has always struck me that the uh, that the three dudes behind the driver look like they are trying their best to do the uh, um, put your head between your legs and kiss your butt goodbye. <laughs> like, yeah. It does not look fun to be anyone who is not the driver. Like yeah. your whole job is just to push that thing and then hope that the other dude can get stuff together for you. I well, mean, actually, no. Yeah. I think you're you're supposed to use your body weight to momentum like the turns and stuff. That's I think part of the. I know that sounds dorky, but. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying the impression that I get is that they're going the whole time. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, I'm not exactly well, that's not mutually exclusive. They can be uh, <laughs> working and praying at the same time. Well, here's the thing: if you're the driver, I mean, if you see the disaster coming up, you're the first one that goes, "Oh God! Oh God! Oh God!" You know, <laughs> like we're not going to make this turn. <laughs> That's not good. 
That guy has drunk the Kool-Aid. That's for <laughs> he, He's caught a vision, man. He can see what no one else can see. Yeah. <laughs> and now I speak on Russian. German, then Russian. How about speak American? So, fun fact, I know that we're going to see, like, Jamaicans kind of like ignored and treated like with disrespect like oh you guys don't belong it was actually in real life quite the exact opposite they were very welcomed they were assisted and helped with and everything of that sort so that wouldn't make that, for a good movie though no it wouldn't but it actually does show the Olympic spirit of you know of competition and actually you know yeah I'm kind of surprised that the IOC signed off on getting all of their um, branding and everything attached to this movie if it shows their participants in such a negative light, you know? I think that has to do with the almighty dollar, Andrew. You're probably, you're probably right. Here's the thing. The Olympics looked at as like, wow, free promotional advertising. This was released, <laughs> in, 90, <laughs> this was released in 93. We have a Winter Olympics coming up next year in 94. No press is bad press. <laughs> at the end, we do look like the good guys. So, hey, you know what? What the heck? We're, we're in. <laughs> I would... And then I don't know. I think I think this could be a really fun. This could have been a really fun movie if everybody's just rooting for them and like everything that happens in between all of this is just them all taking them out for drinks and you know, stuff like that. Also, in fairness, it's easy to like be nice and root for the guys that you don't think have any chance of winning. You know, exactly. I mean, it's similar to like a 16 seed in the college basketball tournament. Like, why yeah. not you can't win? So you might as well be kind to them. So, what did UVA do to UMBC? Were they extra kind to them that night? <laughs> oh, they were super kind to them. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but we still won one more basketball championship than Virginia Tech ever has. So, oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> David, David, please keep your pants on. All right, this is a children's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean. I mean, you gotta you gotta cut that you gotta protect anyways. For goodness' sake. See, I, like, I think I could I think I could write a diff, another draft of this movie that is mostly about the the track being the antagonist, a la you know Twister, except it's a big giant ice shoot. Is, is there a way we can put <laughs> Twister into our sports films? Because <laughs> that's just an awesome film. <laughs> exactly, exactly. See, now you mentioned Twister. Now I gotta see it. <laughs> You think like Bill Belichick has to do that sometimes? Just oh yeah, sure. He did that for Rob the, the, the problem is that like everyone's taller than Bill Belichick on the field, so I'm not sure how much he can do that. Put your helmet on. We got a one football game. Let's go. Patriots on three. One, two, three. Patriots. I said that is something I could imagine Beamer doing during his heyday. <laughs> what? Getting lost and confused? Oh. <laughs> Stealing ice cream from a child. <laughs> Frank's still on the uh, college football playoff committee? He sure is. All right. Pretty sweet gig. It's not bad. Pays the bills. Pretty sweet gig right now. <laughs> He's going to get paid to not do anything this year, it looks like. <laughs> Uh, I don't think the bobsled should go up and down the curve like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Not that Not much. when it doesn't come out of the tunnel. Oh, oh. 
right. Callbacks, see? Callbacks. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Santa Day died again. He's like the Kenny of this movie. <laughs> That's some, so we were talking about the how the budget of this this film was only $14 million. That's how you save the money right there. I'm pretty sure that that was just you know a group of stunt... Uh, a stuntman who drove the thing, and then they just cut to a shot, yeah. a, a static shot of that, and they just had uh, had people do voiceover. Easy. I, I will say, my children would have appreciated the pee joke that they included there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anything that follows human human excrement, it's always a good laugh. Evidently, the most hilarious things in the world. Yep. And you know, like my my entire life, I always assumed that that my kids would develop that that humor because. I showed it to him, but apparently it's, it's, it's just an inherent, like, like joy that kids get out of bodily functions being funny. I don't know if you experienced this or not, David. I have not, I have never shown my kids certain things, shall we say, related to bodily functions. Um, and yet they have naturally evolved to find them to be some of the funniest things they can do. I think it must be innate, but here's the other thing I've observed. Um, it's innate. It's innate regardless of gender from everything I can tell. Uh, but I, I, I agree. I at agree. some point, women grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my observation. <laughs> my but wife would also say that. A woman, that. when she is four, finds this stuff hilarious. When she is 30, not so much. <laughs> Men, on the other hand... Oh, we think it's, it only it's, gets funnier, really. Uh, <laughs> and seeing a child make the joke, ah, oh, it is my proudest moment. <laughs> Spe- speaking of, of of proud moments, I'll tell one tell one on the on the kids here. So so um, so we have from from an old book, Jared. You might have seen this that that I got like years and years ago. The the farts around the world book. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Has like ten buttons and like plays like different like farts like or farts whatever. In different accents. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like that's great. It, 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 let's just say in cancel culture, it would probably not fly because uh, it's very. No, mysterious. I think that I actually think that that farts rise above. <laughs> but and they so, literally do. <laughs> so one of the proudest moments that I've had, in, in full disclosure, I did not show show my son this, was to have him put it behind his back. And push the button. <laughs> Man. And I had not shown him this. And it was a pr- brought it brought a tear to my eye. I don't know if it was from like pride or just because I was laughing so hard, but that's proud moment that's as a dad great, there. So, I was genuinely stunned. For a while my children went through a period where uh, their favorite like song to sing was one they had made up called Poopy Butt My Butt. Um, and so that was like, if you ask them what their name was, they would say "poopy about my butt." If you ask them what they wanted to do, you know. And I was genuinely stunned to find out that they were not supposed to say that, and I was not supposed to have encouraged it. <laughs> Evidently, strangers could take it the wrong way. So, I, I have a recommendation for uh, for those of you with. Uh... With small children, uh, a book that uh, will get them, uh, that will foster that love of reading, uh, for sure. We uh, we have found it and given it to, to other children in our our lives that it, it, it's done very well. It is called "I Need a New Butt." <laughs> it is spectacular. There is a sequel. I need to remind myself what it's called. Are you, are you saying that it's possible that you might need more than one? Then 
I, I mean, once you get your second one, like you're it's off to the races. I believe that the sequel. Oh, no. I broke my butt. <laughs> that looks nice. I'd like to be right there right now. Yeah, that's oh, spectacular. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, you think you think, you think somebody forgot to tell their their dad something when they flew to Calgary to freeze their butt off? <laughs> when Just they cashed out, when they cashed out their trust fund and uh, wandered away. Is that why Coach maybe, uh, after getting custed, uh, caught, went to Jamaica to hide away from everybody? Uh-oh. One day, uh, I dream that that will be Jose Altuve, who is uh, banished somewhere, and he's, he's coaching a, I don't know, some kind of little league team. And Jose the- Altuve has to survive this season, dude. <laughs> it's he's a short have, season. <laughs> he's gonna have a lot of bruises when the season's over. Right, you, you, every pe- Astros player is like, it's gonna be a simple decision chart for every pitcher. Did you play for the 2019 Houston Astros? Yes, you're getting plunked. <laughs> Don't care if you're innocent or not, you're getting plunked. <laughs> Everyone gets one. <laughs> the best. The best thing that they have going for them right now, honestly, is that they are—they uh, only have to play the uh, the West, but yeah. it's also the worst thing because they have to face the Dodgers multiple in multiple games. Do you think we have any bench clearing brawls this year? It's well, it's illegal. Not, <laughs> people, right? Like the managers aren't even supposed to argue with umpires. I can't, I can't wait to see that shit. Like, I can't wait to see that shit start going down. I just need. I thought that maybe we were already going to get into it whenever Brett Gardner got um got struck <laughs> out by Hernandez there. Um, I mean, Megan Mine is always due for a few. It's going to go back and back the, the dugout. I mean, Megamind is always good for uh, a few uh, meltdowns in the dugout. <laughs> and yes, that's his name is Megamind because he's got a forehead bigger than the state of Texas. <laughs> I thought we were in Canada. Yeah. Also, I feel like the same bar is in every sports movie. Is this, is this, the, is this like the Texas bar in Canada? Like the, 
uh, Manitoba bar in New York or something like that. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they're playing the song Indian Outlaw here. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, Jared just got us canceled. Can we, can we mute Jared's uh, audio track for a while here? <laughs> I, no, I think I think I'm gonna adopt the uh, just adopt the Boston Powers uh, level stuff and just tell him to zip it every time. Wait, we waited this long to mute Jared. <laughs> There's always got to be a good brawl. It, it is the Texas bar in. Uh, in Canada, there's a big Texas yeah, light-up sign yeah. over there. It's, it's the same bar from Necessary Roughness. <laughs> I think they must film I every, every I think the commies sit, uh, sitting right behind him with the CCCP uh, jacket on, drinking. That's got to be hard for him. Like He's, he's like got to have a real conflict of like life right now. Like He's getting beer, entertainment, through uh, capitalism. I don't know what to make of this. This Canada. <laughs> I'm sure that the beer seems weak compared to uh, vodka. Co- <laughs> compared to what they're used to, yeah. It's called vodka. <laughs> or gasoline. Or both. <laughs> That's a cool sweater. Yeah. That is pretty... That's so... That 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 is late 80s, early 90s, and probably even today sweater right there. Yeah, I would wear the, that right now. The best way that you know that that Yule Brenner is actually takes no crap off of no one is that he has shown up to a Texas bar with a jaunty scarf on and <laughs> has not yet decided to take it off. Are you going to mess with him? No. I'm certainly not going to. I don't think you can afford to mess with anyone right now at these difficult times that we are in as a country. It's good well, to just I can barely there. walk, so I'm not going to mess with anyone, but someone <laughs> might Take no crap, and there's a toilet in the mirror. How just perfect. That's, that's artistic. <laughs> there's Brooks and Dunn right there. Saka's that's- getting it, man. Swapped hats. Yeah, he's actually pretty good. <laughs> wow, this is very race relations are deteriorating fast here, folks. This it's is not definitely not uh, in the spirit of competition there. No, it's not. I'm going to say that all relations are deteriorating here. <laughs> I think that's a but. You know what? Good point, David. I, I, oh, Joe okay. Berger is, uh, apparently does not have much power in his punch because that man is, uh, is still standing until he cracked him with a... <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Andrew, when you were talking earlier about the crazy antics that happened in the Olympic Village, this is what you had in mind, right? Um... I would have thought it was so aggressive, but, you know, I don't know. It involves a lot of physical contact. <laughs> it does. And, like, decisions that you later regret. <laughs> yeah.
That's sort of how I feel about the Duke basketball team. Like, <laughs> you might not see them getting in brawls or anything, but I've never seen. You ever seen Coach K smile? <laughs> no. Every time Coach K smiles, an angel gets his wings, David. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying angels cannot fly? At this <laughs> yeah, point, no. Some, yeah. <laughs> He he went by the whole mantra of Bobby Knight. He said, "I won't hit the player, but I will make their life miserable." Bro, look at that. Getting some locker room material now. Yeah. Bulletin board stuff. Oh, he said, "My butt, not our butts." Yeah. Yeah, follow the team. You can't be about yourself. That looks uncomfortable. Why would you sleep with your feet exposed? I mean, honestly. So I have Antonio Brown when he froze them off. <laughs> That's what to say. Like if you know, I usually am a. If I get a little warm during the night, I usually just get my feet exposed like that. And I'll cool me off a little bit. <laughs> Oh. Interesting. That, that, that is better than where I thought that was going. That to is a scary bridge to be running across. Look at how much that sucker's shaking. I would not go running on that bridge, David. That's a little unsteady. Yeah, no. Like I think it's safe, but it would be it would oh. be weird. I would be worried that with the way it shook, plus the fact that some of the wood might be frozen, uh, that I might just beef it and then yeah, break cold water. Well, and given how often we've seen these guys beef it in other areas, it seems like. Yeah. So Adidas was the official sponsor of this movie, huh? Everybody's <laughs> got the triple stripe going on. I mean, they're they're there for the competitions. It seems like a strange time to be starting your weight training. <laughs> yeah, I would think that you should be tapering by this point, honestly. Actually, what I was disappointed to learn that Clayton Kershaw, one of the aces of my uh, fantasy baseball starting rotation, was scratched from his start tonight because he injured himself lifting weights on Tuesday. And I was thinking the same thing. What are you doing lifting two days before your first game of the year? So yeah, that's pretty bad. Have you done that during the quarantine? It's but say, I, David, he's got to get buff. He's got to get that buff looked for the I had, debut. I man. had this terror. It seemed like everything was okay. Um, but I had this uh, this terrible fear that they that the ESPN auto drafter wasn't going to know that some players had already opted out, and I was going to have missed a pick somewhere and end up with David Price on my team, which <laughs> I would have been upset about anyway. Yeah, I would have been really upset about it. Uh, so I did bad for the guy who got Juan Soto. Especially uh, say, David, how how did it feel like to be? Um... Um, not Gary Bettman, but Buzz Seelig and contracting a baseball team from your league. <laughs> we didn't. We actually didn't contract you. We uh, we transferred your ownership. So we actually we Snyder. We Dan Snydered you. Oh, <laughs> actually, the correct answer is Jared Richardson. Jared Richardson. Yeah. He, Snyder hasn't. Definitely. It hasn't come to Snyder yet. We're. Trust me, I am praying for that day, but <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get it because you know why wouldn't I? How do you like their clever new name, Jared? I think it's in, it, David. When I close my eyes, and I picture Washington football team, 
I think the name it's got to be something like Washington Football Team. And when I opened my eyes and I saw that, I, I I literally just had tears of joy just streaming down my face like Creed was saying, with arms wide open. And I I just I I just couldn't take it. I mean, I was I so overwhelmed with joy. I wish they could somehow switch it around a little bit so instead of uh, instead of WFT, it could have been WWF. Yes, don't worry. I've seen that joke a thousand times already on Twitter. <laughs> so how so how do you pronounce uh, the acronym there, Jared? Is it is it WAFT? Is it WIFT? <laughs> Woofed. It's called <laughs> it's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> It's a city that's going to be renamed because George Washington owns slaves, so that's not proper to use anymore. I think maybe that's what they're waiting for. I think they're yeah. to change it all, just give it another year or so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised DC still exists because, you know, Columbia, and just like, well, that sounds like Columbus, so we got to change that. <laughs> Where my country going? Jared's got free association triggering going on here, apparently. <laughs> Yours <laughs> is becoming more and more unstable as this goes on. This is true. I'm becoming the Vince McMahon of this podcast. <laughs> Does that mean that you're going to suddenly lose your neck here in a little bit and just uh, get swole for no reason? Yep, I start yelling, you're fired. <laughs> How all of a sudden did it get uniforms? <laughs> Somebody, he, he's just, they showed up, they had them. It's happy, they look like a this is a This is a serious operation now. None of that ham and egg stuff they had going on before. Seriously, this needs to be a ride. Like, they need to find a way to make a bobsled ride that's actually safe. And actually like a bobsled ride, you know? <laughs> two per car. I think those two things are anathema to one another, uh, Jared. <laughs> I know. I don't think that it actually seems like a bobsled ride if it's safe. I know. That's, I guess, part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stopping is the part that would scare me the most. Like, yeah. stop, 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 stop. Please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Did it qualify? Ah, well done, guys. Well, you just ruined it for me. <laughs> oh, they got it under 60. <laughs> ruined it for you as if you haven't seen this movie 20 times in your life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Does anyone miss winter yet? Or at least colder temperatures? Every day. I sure as <laughs> I miss fall. I miss fall. That's right. I'll be grateful when fall gets here. Yeah. That way I can spend my Saturdays not watching college football. Andrew, I mean, David, would you be, are you going to be happy if you're wrong? Like if they say we're just going to do conference only for the year, but. Oh yeah. I'll be delighted, man. I'm I'm hoping they come back. I just, I cannot see it happening. Would you attend the game? If they said fans can attend the game. Yes, I'll be there. 20% capacity. I mean, you've been to Scott Stadium before. We've been social distancing there for a decade or more. Yeah, but not recently. You guys are not so much recent. That is true. That is true. Now that we are the flagship program of the Commonwealth. Okay, let's 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 just stop there for a minute. If anyone can make that claim, it's probably James Madison. <laughs> That's true. Hey, as long as we're all on the same page, that it's not in Blacksburg. <laughs> it's sad. 
James actually, did you hear what James Madison's doing? They, since they've canceled, they actually canceled. Um, I don't. I think they canceled CAA. Yeah, right? I think CAA canceled. So, so they're, they're just like doing their own thing, huh? They're looking to see if they can play 12, 14, or thir- you know, against the big boys. Like they're willing to say, "We'll come play you," you know, or wherever. They'll <laughs> win some of the games if they do it. Yeah, you play teams like UConn and UMass. Yes, you will. Got <laughs> a serious program. Randy Etzel is really taking that team to new heights. I mean, you know how hard it is to go from a conference to be an independent. I mean, that's phenomenal coaching by Randy Edsel. <laughs> I don't Some think that part was really his fault. Um, losing all the games, on the other hand, he had a major hand in that. Yeah. Disqualify. Sounds like racism to me. Let's see what happens here. At, honest question, guys. How many times have you wanted to interrupt a big, a major meeting like that? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it looks quite enjoyable. I also like the fact about this that it sort of makes all meetings and especially like board meetings seem evil. Yeah. As as should be. I'm not sure all board meetings are are evil, but in my experience, um, I think it it properly portrays the amount of work that's getting accomplished. <laughs> well, so I think it's social distancing obvious. though. Good, good. They really are. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that any board meeting where um, no person can stand up from their seat and touch the center of the table is evil. Like, why <laughs> why would you do that? It is a, it's an intimidating looking room. Yeah. Yeah. He's spilling his guts out right now. Don't don't make it personal. That's a coach really going to bat for his, his players. Yeah. But he's going to bat saying kick me out but don't keep my team, which means they would have no yeah. coach. <laughs> this is um Jared, could you picture Justin Fuente doing this for for the Baylor, I mean the Virginia Tech Hokies. If, if it's the Baylor or Oklahoma job on the table, <laughs> we we are only like we're about a year and a week away from uh, you're having you're having a shit start to this game, but my guys are effing savages in that box. I mean, this is this is on that level, man. Going to bat, chewing somebody out. <laughs> I do like Aaron Boone's arguments with the umpires. <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times it like just random nothingness was happening in in our house where you know somebody might have dropped something or something like that after after that rant and the other person in the house would turn to them and be like tighten this shit up. Dude, it, is a, it is an ongoing theme in the house. Now. I have told Sarah that so many times. <laughs> and she's like, and she'll get mad at me and like, oh, she doesn't get the reference. That's right. Uh, oh no, I I I immediately forwarded that video to my wife. We weren't going to mess around. I needed somebody else to be in on that. <laughs> I need to show it to like my whole team at work so that if I decide to call them and do that, they don't think that I'm being overly cruel. I think. Yeah. Andrew's going to get reported and canceled. <laughs> yep. R.I.P. Andrew. R.I.P. It's not called canceled at work, dude. It's, it's... fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was it out or in? Up. Up. How was it up? <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> BS call. Tying it up. 
Like, why is John Candy wearing a cowboy hat in Calgary? Why isn't John, John Candy wearing a cowboy hat in Calgary? I mean, are you gonna make an official? You gonna make a fashion statement? You do it right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. People freezing their, you know, what's off watching them light an Olympic flame. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. God. And this is honest. Man. Uh, because I got to tell you the truth. There's not a lot to get excited about in the Winter Olympics. And they, they brought some real action here. Yeah. Luggage before wheels, man. That's just uh, miserable. Whoever made that discovery, whoever said, man, let's put some wheels on luggage, I hope they got themselves a nice paycheck for that invention. <laughs> Change. They the really way. made the world a better place. They really yeah. did. Props to him or her. Oh, let's be serious. Probably her. <laughs> Offer this prayer uh, at least once a week. <laughs> Fascinating. I suspect the person who came up with wheeled luggage did not get paid because there was a patent in the 1930s for it. Really? Yeah. It's it, the reason I've, I have heard before the reason that it did not catch on uh, for so long was not that like no one had thought of it as of yet, but that like we didn't have the materials right to have the wheels survive the first trip on the plane, much less the 50th uh, for a very long while. You know, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Now the rich father's telling the boy that you can't do what you want. You got to do what I want. Man. <sighs> uh, parents just don't understand. Did you make a song about that? Maybe do a song about that. Do a song maybe called like "Girls, Girls in the World Ain't Nothing But Trouble." Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, I'm just, I was just spinning out ideas. Someone should take this and rap about it or something. Some stream of consciousness madness, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Summertime. <laughs> man, oh man. Oh, uh, this takes guts. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm no parenting expert, but I don't think that's the approach to take. No. Right. Once that control, lose lose all control. You know, essentially what it happens. You know? yeah. I I believe uh I believe that it was the, the great uh Nero, Leo, Leo Organa, who said, uh, "Who said the the more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through." <laughs> well, was that really useful in your computer science course? <laughs> yes, actually, it's how you make friends in computer science classes. 
Come on. <laughs> okay, first of all, that's a lie. You don't have, if you're, you're a science major, you don't have friends. You just your friend is your computer. Second of all, I, I cannot get that time back in my life. So thanks again for ruining that, Andrew. Oh. Jeez, Jared. <laughs> Man. That was harsh. That really was. That was I got personal. <laughs> All right. Is Jeff still on the show? Did he quit? Is he asleep? I'm still here. I've just been right. listening to you guys. <laughs> All right. I was worried about you. Very Olympic today. <laughs> uh, Mother Russia. Soviet Union is still the strongest country in the world. <laughs> I've just been listening to Jared, like, offend whatever demographics <laughs> he can. Just spin, just spin further and further down. <laughs> was one thing to offend like whole nations it's another thing to offend andrew himself personally i know <laughs> so so you know guys I, I know that uh that france and the french get um get joked on quite a lot for the the surrender jokes and all that sort of, all that sort of stuff but i feel like it is important to remind uh remind everyone that uh the second language in the olympics is french like they won on a worldwide scale somehow who knows how but it is <laughs> somehow it is the second language that is in all international communication i mean that's one of the greatest mysteries in the world isn't it Andrew? Yeah, it really is <laughs> you guys lost everything you're the second official language <laughs> he's he's got a point there he's conquered them uh part of their language it's got a point there, Cotton. They didn't. They didn't let their language get changed whenever they they taught it to other people either. They have a special academy for that, you know. Yeah. You see, you see, I would have thought, I would have thought American would have been the first language, and and British would have been the second language. No, I do believe that the first language <laughs> is British English, and uh, American English can uh, can go bounce <laughs> the hand. <laughs> <laughs> That was a real does, picture of the uh, UConn Huskies before a big game. Does Sanka get a new egg every day? Is it a hard-boiled egg? That, I mean, is it I mean, starting to smell, or is it really just a rock? I think it's a hard-boiled egg. I think he's went ahead, cooked it, and he's protecting it like it's his life, his baby. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I don't care what kind of, you know, what, what, what kind of, uh, you know, special things you you have. Like, you're not putting a raw egg in your... In your pants there, right? I mean, that's just asking for trouble. Good lord, get sit down, sit down. <laughs> wow. And by the way, I think this is actual footage, I think they said, yeah, from yeah. the actual Olympics. So that just shows you how bad they struggled in the uh, yeah. first trial run there. Yeah, you they, can tell the difference between, uh, like, they have to show it on the TV for it to be the actual yeah. footage because of how. And then they when they cut to the. The current, the modern stuff, it looks much better. So shot on film. <laughs> they did a pretty good job of uh, nailing the look, though. Yeah, yeah they did. I mean, they, someone seriously put in a lot of work to do, like the comparing, like the video footage, and saying they got to look like this, this, and this. 
And maybe that's sure. a little preview of how we're going to write the uh, sports part of this. Yeah. That's definitely positive points right there. Now, the thing is, you look at the actual history of this team, you realize there's some stretching the troops here, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Let's just these be honest. Brought, these guys brought quite a lot of clothing on this trip. Well, they didn't seem to have that much luggage, but man, they've been wearing something new in like every second shot. So I think someone gave them some Miami Hurricanes gear. <laughs> actually, it was the Hurricanes booster guy himself. He actually ran up to the uh, the oxlet <laughs> track and started cheering after they got the thing off. You're like, yeah, <laughs> you cannot be celebrating. Yeah, you cannot be celebrating during the play. <laughs> Doris is definitely like that's that's Olympic swag that Doris is wearing. Oh yeah, because, because it's it's uh, Adidas gear in the colors of the host country, obviously. <laughs> Dude, are they sharing two beds between four men? No, there's a um, there's a couch pullout bed, and there was a uh, a rollaway in there before. But this somewhere. is a different room. Oh, maybe they have. The, maybe they each have two. They have two rooms this time. Maybe I would suggest that it's the Olympic Village, and probably not everyone is staying there every evening. Oh no, there's a bunk bed set right behind you, right behind Doris now. Who uh, has a bunk bed system in a hotel setup? <laughs> hey, the, 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 people who don't need to sleep in their own beds all the time, Jerry. <laughs> all right. That's just there for the picture that you send back home so you can show it from the place you've stayed. <laughs> well, it looks like they want something in this bed once. Yeah, they were sleeping in other people's beds. That's why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were trying to be a little more subtle there. With... All right. Andrew's already dropped a curse word or two. And, you know, I think we've gone to the point where this is going to be a censored podcast anyway. Are you so... saying that we're going off the rails tonight? We went off the rails before this thing even took, took off. I <laughs> mean. I was trying to make a bobsled pun. I know you did, but there's no reals. I like how the I love how uh, athletes in the '80s were uh, just. Well, well, what do you call those <laughs> things on the bottom of the sled, Jared? Just to uh, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> tracks. They're called tracks. Although I'm going to look it up myself now. Bobsled. <laughs> Come on, Google. Come on, Google. Come on. The longer the egg thing goes on, the more it kind of scares me. They're called runners, Jeff. Runners. The egg thing feels like it's straight out of Pedro Serrano and Major League. Yeah. <laughs> what is he? He has like a bird at one point, doesn't he? Going fast. Well, that sounded lovely, Jeff. You're welcome. Let's see how they do. 56. Whoa, <laughs> I, li- 
I like John Candy randomly assaulting a dude over, <laughs> over his team's time. That's uh, sometimes that's you're so good. happy you just gotta share it. Yeah. I have to say, the Winter Olympics, I know it's a little bit more, it's a lot more setup work and everything, but they got some pretty cool sports in the Winter Olympics. I mean, when are they going to make a girl? I still feel like the X Games has the better ones now, though. X Games is pretty good. Yeah. I have, and, and David, to answer your question about curling, the Simpsons did an episode about curling. <laughs> <laughs> And and yes, I actually can watch curling and understand what the hell is going on, and it's very sad and pathetic at the same time. Well, but yeah, we, I can we, still... we all nope, know that nope, you're very nope, sad nope, and pathetic. Nope, nope, Jeff, nope, nope, you're canceled. Jeff, you're canceled. I'm triggered. I'm shaking. Canceled. Canceled. What is the sport you guys think during the Winter Olympics you actually watch that you don't think anyone else watches? Like you, per- like you personally as a fan. I watched the figure skating competition one time. I don't think it's very popular. <laughs> I I still don't know what the hell's going on half the time when I watch, if I'm forced to watch it. Yeah, you know, just like I have a real problem with sports that involve that have judges. <laughs> where you cannot play any kind of like defense or anything. Judges or voters, you know, like I, I have to say, I uh, I can watch some biathlon. I mean, is that, is that the one they cross, do. Like, cross, cross country biathlon skiing is for, amazing. Cross country skiing forever, and then shooting at a target. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's something mesmerizing about it. I don't know what it is. It's just so practical. Like that's a real thing that real humans do. You know, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Luge and skeleton are pretty uh, are pretty darn awesome. Um, if you like seeing people nearly get killed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the bobsled's not intense enough for you. <laughs> and what I what I like about those is that those people have control of their own destiny. I don't feel like the dude in the third seat on the bobsled has any control over his own destiny. Like he is going to live or die based on someone else's whims, and that is terrifying. I'm just happy that we joked our way through the most like serious scene in the whole movie. That's <laughs> uh, fine. <laughs> so, so Andrew, how do you handle flying then? If uh, if you feel like not being in control of your own <laughs> destiny is is problematic. I'm, I'm only talking about in sports, man. I'm not in. I'm not the. I'm not the like tenth passenger on a like you know speed flying uh you know race or something like that where we're doing tricks through loops or something. That's that's my real issue. Everybody's cheering for these guys now. Those are sick uniforms. With the Adidas jumpsuits? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty straight to the point and yet slick and not complex. It's perfect. Honors country and everything. All right, this is the third and final run. This is the big one. This is all or nothing right here. You think it's going to go well, guys? I think that um, my daughter, who's not very competitive, will often say, um, winning or losing is not important. It's having fun. All right, and your daughter's a socialist. (laughs) (laughs) David, feel feel free to smack him. (laughs) She's not pulling her weight around her, I'll tell you that. (laughs) 
He's telling her to get a job. Finally, someone has the truth. Has a dad to speak up on this? Jeez. <laughs> do, 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 do. Going down. <laughs> going on a going on a sleigh ride. <laughs> it's like some pretty intense camera work here. It's a pretty intense sleigh ride. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I don't think we did a check on the uh, runners there. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, hold on, hold, 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 hold. Uh, <laughs> hold. Oh man. The rough. Oh no. That's gotta be a very helpless feeling if you yeah. realize what the problem is and you cannot do anything to stop it. Man. Jeez. That's a rough. I mean, it's nothing compared to what the video track they were showing earlier about Bob Sledder yeah. earlier, but still, you're, you are going down like that, and you're... That's yeah, sad, though, man. That's that hurts. True. That's gotta hurt. Just tuck your head inside the tube, right? I mean... Pray that you don't snap your neck. I guess, I think that's pretty much the only thing you can do at that point. So the important thing here is, what do you think? What, what do you think the status of the egg is? I mean, it survived the pushcart crashes. It survived quite a lot, so it's true. If it's hard boiled, it's probably okay anyway. Even Mother Russia with the flag there mm-hmm. <laughs> was supporting the Jamaica team, man. <laughs> I'm not even quite sure what that was that Jared was trying that, that was like the worst accent I have ever done. It was like Russia meets Everything. Jamaica, and it was terrible. <laughs> yes, indeed. I would just stick to Jimbo Fisher. Hey, folks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> folks. Watching a movie about cool runnings? I love cool runnings. <laughs> much better. Much better. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, the uh, the Olymp- in terms of uh, four man bobsled, um, these guys made it uh, in eighty eight, ninety two, ninety four, and ninety eight. Um, a Was couple of guys. That, what's that? Was it the same team? Uh. There are a few folks who who have changed. Um, I mean, all of the names are are changed in this story. But there's uh, the the main guy seems to be uh, Dudley Stokes. He was there for all ten years of, of that run, and also um, he and uh, he seemed to be the main person who also did two man bobsled, um, and they have uh, persisted in a two man bobsled team that made that even made it into the 2014. Uh, Winter Olympics, and then they had a two-woman bobsled team for the first time in uh, 2018. So, have to keep a keep 
keep an eye out in 2022 and see uh, what uh, Jamaica does again. Uh, yeah, apparently four man is not their jam anymore. It's it's all about the two man teams. Yeah, that's what I've said about our podcast for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need any more clues, David. I'll see you on the other side. Goodbye, everybody. We, we all we all laugh, but I'm not sure who what who he's talking about. One time, Jared and I once did an episode together, and I think it's one of our best. <laughs> That's scary, Je- Andrew. Jeff, you're all noticed. <laughs> David and exactly. I actually Jared and I. This is probably a good time to announce we're planning to do a spinoff that we're going to call Twenty Seven to Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> David lists 27 reasons on why UVA is always better than Virginia Tech, and Jared does not get any rebuttal. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think if, if Jeff and I just started reporting things like we did from, uh, from last week, where our spinoff called Barely Repressed Anger. So they finished dead last in everything, and they're going to be treated like celebrities and heroes. Yeah, man. They DNF'd in this uh, this Olympics, sadly. Yeah, they don't count it if you walk your uh, sled to the finish line, huh? That is correct. But it's about the symbolism that it represents if that you finished the race. And it's supposed to be teary-eyed. It like a, gets, your, gets the guys crying a little bit. It's like, why am I crying? <laughs> I mean, Lindsay, have you ever been part of a team? Like, that's, that's a real feeling. You know? as, the inaugural, as the inaugural team, inaugural team, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Boy, that was a harder word to pronounce than I thought it would be. Easy for you to say. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, that is the end of Cool Runnings. Indeed. Wow. Uh, Jared, why don't you tell us what you thought of it as a uh, – as a uh, – Sports movie. Sure, absolutely. You know, this is always just a fun little film to watch. It's lighthearted, but then again, it's very realistic with terms of the sports action that's going on. Yes, they did stretch some of the details a little bit of how, like, they said the Jamaican team was actually competitive a little bit in the second run. In real real life, they were pretty much not competitive at all <laughs> in their first run showing up there. But the thing is, they, it's a small Caribbean team. Competing in a Winter Olympic sport, it's just something you don't see every day, and it's the first time Jamaica ever did it, and they, as I said at the end, they repeated again in 92, and as Andrew mentioned earlier, repeated down the line, and they are known to have a bobsled team pretty much in every Olympic Winter Olympics now, so they have definitely set themselves up to be a, you know, participant in the Olympics, so... Um, I thought the bobsled action looked good. Uh, they had a little, we had a little bit of racing, sprinting as well. That looked fine. Um... I guess what were you five star rating? Yep. I think uh, for sportsism, uh, sports realism, I would say it's definitely a. I'll give it a four. I think it's a solid four. I think overall, you know, the whole weight management stuff and you know maintaining the sled, uh, the bobsled, and probably for the driver, the head guy, knowing what turns coming up in the preparation that he has to do, I think it was uh, very realistic in that part. So uh, I'll give it a four out of five. All right, David, what do you have? Yeah, I think I think Jared actually that was a that was a good breakdown. You know, I think the movie it is lighthearted, it is fun. Um, it tells a story that's an important one, even you know if it's embellished for the for the screen, but still an important story of 
kind of the human spirit and inspiration and the ways that that folks can kind of rally around something bigger than than any of us. Uh, I always think that's that's a really good thing. I, I you know most of what I know about bobsledding I learned from this movie. So as far as I can tell, it's a hundred percent accurate. Um, I, I think they do a good job of kind of building the the suspense and the drama you know, as you see what all the things that can go wrong on a particular run. Uh, and, you know, I don't know about you, I feel the kind of the pressure and the stress every time they take off of what's about to happen. And I, so I think even if all the details aren't necessarily true to life, I think they capture the feeling. We've talked about that with a couple other films that maybe that may be more important than the specific facts or the details so I'd give it a four as well. It's, it's not a perfect movie, but it is a really fun, it's just a fun summertime sports movie watch for us and, and one of the more enjoyable ones in this series. Indeed. Jeff. Yeah, I think you, uh, you know, it's hard to, hard to follow those, uh, the, those two acts. But, um, you know, honestly, this was a movie that, uh, that, that, I, I didn't. I didn't expect myself to, uh, to 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 rate it as highly as as I'm going to. Um, definitely a movie that that I, I really enjoy. And, it, and as you guys said, it's it's lighthearted. It's fun. It's got some some good comedy um, to to break the tension and everything. But but it's also I didn't realize as I start until I started watching it uh, for the show is that you know part of how I I kind of judged is is how much of the movie content is 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 revolves around. The, the sports aspect of it and and how much of it kind of goes off on to, to tangents of corny like um, ancillary like material and stuff and, and really you know whether it's the sport itself or or you know John Candy's character and, and the the cheating really the entire movie itself is it all revolves around this core idea of of taking this Jamaican um, bobsled team and getting them to the Olympics and, and, and what happens there. So, you know, I, I'm actually rating it higher than I expected to, you know, I think, um, you know, not to, to, you know, not, not to split hairs. I think four, four out of five is probably, um, about right. Um, I, I still think that, uh, that, that if, if we had had an unpaid intern that, that we could, that we could, uh, you know, get to do some work for us on the side that to take some of the, some of the, the locker room speeches out of these movies that we've watched and splice them all together would be some of the greatest parody we would ever see because, uh, because, uh, there's not a lot of, uh, inspirational, uh, locker room speeches coming out of, of these movies that we've seen. Even, even John Candy's character is, a. I think it was genuine, but let's, let's just admit that it wasn't the, it, it wasn't the, the, a Vince Lombardi speech by it by any stretch of the imagination that he was given anybody. But, uh, so still waiting on, on that. But, uh, overall, I think it's, it was pretty closely tied to the movie. Pretty much everything that, that, that happened, uh, related back to the sport, um, in one way or another. So I think uh, four out of five is about right. See, I, Jeff, I disagree. Cause I think we always conclude our show with the best coach speech we've ever heard. And, uh, yep. we'll go ahead and do that. But Andrew, I think you still have to give your review. Yeah, I, th- I think I probably might even be a little bit uh, higher than you guys on it. The uh, it it I might give it a little. Uh, I think I might in net out at about four and a half because not only do we get good uh, good competition here, we get some good uh, some good views of the way that that trial runs work and the way that you have to kind of qualify for Olympics. It seems slightly absurd that they were able to qualify so quickly, and then that's why I'm not going to give it a perfect score, but. Uh, 
it definitely shows off the ways in which those things work. Uh, and before we do get to the greatest speech in sports movie history, uh, I have one final piece of tri- trivia for you guys. Uh, Jamaica was certainly not the first tropical nation to uh, to show up in uh, in the the Winter Olympics. Uh, does anybody have a guess as to uh, the year or the nation that the first uh, uh, the first country from a tropical climate showed up in the Olympics in the winter. Oh, I read it earlier. Um, you, <laughs> you I, forgot it. I, and I forgot it. Yeah. Um, David, Jeff, I'm going to guess that it's the uh, Saudi Arabian ice dancing core. <laughs> That's not even a tropical nation, David. It's just a desert nation. Well, <laughs> There, it's hot. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, that is know. true. Well, well, point. Well, well done, <laughs> Jeff. David. I got nothing. You got nothing. Believe it or not, it goes all the way back to I to uh, 1972. The Philippines sent two alpine skiers. All right, they got yeah. mountains in the Philippines. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, in the mountains, right? Yep. Give us no, yeah. Boy, that's... And there, there was not more. There was not representation from someone from a tropical climate in the Winter Olympics again until uh, 1980, whenever uh, whenever Costa Rica showed up, uh, and uh, a lot of the the uh, tropical nations have had trouble staying in the Olympics every every four years, uh, pr- presumably because it's hard to train for those things. There uh, looks like uh, some of the places that are uh, that have done. The best might be uh, – Jamaica has done a really good job. They've had two two strong consecutive runs uh, uh, where they have been in the, the same uh, – in the Olympics for a good long time, uh, 88 to, to 2002 and then uh, 2002 to 2018 and beyond. Um, so props it's to them. They really did launch kind of a, uh, a legacy there. Yeah, almost, almost everyone uh, who, is, who is a tropical nation who is uh, – who is competing or uh, is trying to still compete in the winter Olympics either started around the same time as, or after Jamaica. So I definitely think that it was a, an inspirational thing. <laughs> That's a really cool deal. All right. Well, uh, that is, uh, that is going to do it for the virtual drive-in. You can send your questions or comments to virtual drive-in at media bullcrap.com. And always remember these three rules, never get less than 12 hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who has the same first name as the city. And never get involved with a woman with a tattoo of a dagger on her body. Stick to that, and everything else is cream cheese. That's ball game. Now that's a speech, baby. <laughs> and that's all media bull crap. <laughs>